This program is a production of the Rutgers Centers for Global Advancement and International Affairs. Rutgers vision. Globalized world. International learning. Unique opportunities. Global health. Study abroad. And expand my horizons. This is Rutgers Around the World, a finger on the pulse of all things global at Rutgers. Hi, I'm Preeta Sinha, Rutgers Senior and host of the podcast Rutgers Around the World. Welcome to our premiere episode. Dance often puts one's body literally at center stage, and that can sometimes be at odds with one's desire for modesty, particularly for those who practice Islam. Our next guest was so intrigued by this that she made it the focus of her research here at Rutgers. Dr. Irene Ersaz is the first Fulbright visiting scholar to the dance department at the Mason Gross School of the Arts. Dr. Ersaz is a native of Bulgaria and associate professor with the art and design faculty at Yildiz Technical University in Istanbul, Turkey. Dr. Ersaz, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much. So you've called Muslim women's approach to dance a negotiation of sorts, a desire to practice a religion while devoting themselves to an art that puts focus onto their bodies. As one of only about 20 dance professors in Turkey, what interactions did you have with your students that led you to do this research? So um, last year I was giving a lecture uh, for uh, freshmen, for the first grade students uh, at School of Art and Design, where I am. So I was giving this lecture about dance. After the class ended, a group of of students came to me and they said, we want to dance. Among these students, there were two women, two young uh, female students who were wearing headscarves. And it was very exciting uh, for me. It was very interesting. And, um, And I was really happy to hear that. But... Both of these girls had different issues regarding their participation in any dance practice. One of the girls said, is it okay to enter the dance class with my headscarf? And the other one said, is it okay to dance female on the environment? So these young women, uh, in, in the moment of our discussions, they were in front of me, talking to me, next to each other at the same university, same country, same culture, completely different understandings of Islam, completely different ways of practicing the religion, and uh, different ways of negotiating their desire to dance and their desire to be uh, modest and devoted Muslims. So you said before that uh, before you began to conduct this research, you had some preconceptions about how Muslim women in the U.S. would perceive dance. Through your research, how has your studies supported or negated those preconceptions? When I came and started to uh, conduct my interviews, I realized that um, most of the students that I interviewed accept dance as an art form and accept it as a profession. This was something that I was um, not expecting directly, actually, uh, uh, immediately maybe, let's say, because uh, I was thinking that they would um, uh, 
you know, the, the perception of dance would be somehow um, framed within the concepts of religion. No, they didn't talk about religion when I asked them about dance. The religion was not the first thing that came to their minds. Dance as a profession was the first thing that they, uh, it came to their minds. Other researchers have attempted to examine these challenges, but your research fills a very specific gap. Uh, can you tell us more about this? To prepare my project, uh, I had to uh, see uh, what was done in the last 10 years uh, in the research of young Muslim women and participating in uh, bodily practices. And most of the research was considering, um, high, especially in high school, because it is a compul compulsory education, physical education, and there were many problems in Western countries. For example, swimming classes. It's very difficult for them to enter the swimming classes because some of them, they cannot wear the swimsuit uh, with the uh, male presence. But I realized that nobody was asking these young girls what they think about dance as an art form, especially in the Western countries where dance is really important form, especially in America. Modern dance is American invention. Vatkos is a perfect place to conduct this kind of research. The presence of, of diversity is... Um, uh, cherished and supported. That's very important. So even before you started this research, you have been teaching an online course at Rutgers. In your course, you use some original music to document the history of dance in the Ottoman Empire. Let's take a listen. Tell us a little more about this piece and what makes it so perfect for your choreography. In this piece, I am telling a story of a, a young Kerchek dancer, a male belly dancer of 16th, 17th century Ottoman time, and, uh, and her killing, because actually she is a woman, and uh, she, uh, they found out that she's a woman, and she's a prosecutor. And uh, the music is uh, from Sultan Murat III, uh, he, one of his poems, and music was composed to, to that poem by by Ali of Kia, a Polish composer who was living in Ottoman time in Istanbul. And uh, my friend and colleague, Evrim Demirel, uh, composed a, a piece for my uh, choreography. And I think one of the most exciting part of the course is uh, this period, uh, where, uh, where I'm talking of the entertainment dances or spectacle dances of uh, Ottoman time. And I think that with the um, responses from the students, I realized that really they enjoy uh, that period. Well, we are all out of time. Dr. Ersaz, thank you for sharing your insights with us today. Best of luck to you in your research, and please keep us updated. That was Dr. Iren Ersaz, Fulbright Visiting Scholar to the Dance Department at the Mason Gross School of the Arts and Associate Professor with the Art and Design Faculty at Yildiz Technical University in Istanbul, Turkey. That's all for this episode of Rutgers Around the World. Join us next time as we discuss all things global with members of the Rutgers community. Thanks for listening.